happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, beautiful souls, wherever you are on this still phenomenal planet. Let me fix myself. I'm all, I'm all, I'm always, you know, you can always tell when I throw my, throw my, my cape on. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to another information-packed episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. We've got a great show happening today. I'm feeling so fired up. Great energy today. We were out in a new farm. I mean, we know the area and I, I know I use real estate jargon, but farm is an area that we target, we designate, we learn, we know, we grow with the people in the community uh, so that we are extending our services to them. So, you know, when I say farm, I don't mean as in like I'm a farmer. Although when you think about the you know, when you think about what it means is you plant those seeds, you water those seeds, you cultivate those seeds, and they will birth these new opportunities, relationships, especially for myself and my company, because, of course, we're in the business of real estate. All right. So before I jump into that, let's uh, give some disclaimers. No, no disclaimers first. Let's talk about goals. All right. Writing down those goals. Of course, first, let me say welcome to Ready, Set, Real Estate. If you're new to me, my name is Lisa Gillette, also known as Super Agent. I'll get more into who I am. But first, let's talk about real estate goals, because I've got to say we are nailing our goals. How about you? Are you nailing your goals? But see, if you say no, it's not happening, Lisa. Now I have to ask you, are you writing them down? You've got to bring it out of your mind into the material world so that you can co-create and manifest these things. I must say, one of my clients, I'll give you an example, true story. Isn't that funny when you hear somebody say, true story? I've been watching different films and documentaries, and I hear people say, true story. So everything else you're saying is not true? Hmm, that's what I think about when I hear people say that. Anyway, so I'm going to be funny about that. I have a client. I have many clients. This client in particular, you know, I just know when something is going to happen. I could see it. I know the game. I know the game. I've been doing it long enough to kind of see the signs. So this is encouraging. This is a buy, buyer story. So if you're actively looking in this market and you're putting offers and it's just nothing sticking, nothing is sticking, hang in there. Hang in there. Let me share this story with you. This just happened in the last 48 hours been working on this for them. They put an offer on a property two days ago. I would two, not two days, two weeks. So we're at like day 14 uh, from this property. We submitted an offer. Uh, we didn't get it because of course someone offered more. You, when I'm, when I know I'm close and I'm like right there and someone slides in and beats me on price, I usually know one or two things are going to happen. They're beating me on price because the game is to try to reduce, once they get an escrow and they get their foot in the door, the game is, I'm giving you free game. I'm giving you free game. Since I'm already giving up game, I now need you to do something for me. Press one lets me know you're here. Press two lets me know you shared it. Drop a comment in the chat below. Say hi, say hello. Let me know where you hail from. Hello out there. Let me know where you're from. Uh, last week, we had uh, Bomo from Chi Town, although he called it Chicago Land. So let me know where you're connecting from. It's always great to know. 
I'm from Cali. I'm LA super agent. So, you know, from I'm from Cali, born and raised, although I'm first generation uh, to this country. By the way, I just got my dual citizenship. Uh, my family's from Belize, Central America. So I'm first generation here, although I was made there. Mom made the voyage, had the trek, made the trek. I was born here on the United States soil. And so we did an ancestry application. So claimed it by way of my mother. Uh, and so I was granted my dual citizenship. I'm really, I'm feeling really big about this because it's part of a bigger plan to expand, grow, develop, you know, come on. I've got personal goals too. Anyway, let me continue my story. Hang in there. So we put in an offer. They beat us on price. I say to my client, because I already know the game. I said, listen, let's keep looking. But this house is going to come back to you. It's going to come back to you. It's. I said, once they do their inspections, they don't get their way. It's going to come back. Guess what, people? <laughs> it came back. So we're 48 hours. I'm going back and forth with the agent. We're putting the deal together. He's sending me copies of the reports. Uh, if you don't know, this is like major, major game when you don't get the opportunity to get the first go round on a property, ask for those reports. Uh, those disclosures now ask the seller or, or have the seller say, do you now have inspection reports? Do you have termite reports? These things now require disclosure to the next party, the next subsequent interested buyer, which for us is, is us. So we now have the reports. We know what's going on with the property. We can shorten our inspection contingency. My clients, I usually do recommend they also do their own. But if you want to save a couple bucks, I mean, I look at this report, uh, not my area of expertise in terms of course uh, inspections, do it long enough, you know what to expect. And I knew this, right? Because when I looked at the property, I said three things you already, I know you're going to need to touch. Roof, electrical, and plumbing, just based on the age, the condition. I see the gal galvanized plumbing. Uh, I see the roof. We starting to see some of the granules starting to wear out. Um, the electrical panel just popped that bad boy open. Actually, was not locked anyway. So it's not like I'm unscrewing panel boxes. But you look at it, you go, oh, it's dated. You know, wires don't look too, don't look too neat, right? It's just not. There's a way to have electrical done if you watch it get done, right? Hello, he says, I'm watching your video for the first time. Wonderful. Welcome, Rahman. Thank you. I'm glad you're chiming in. So you know, what is it that I do? Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> so with this story, I say, I knew these were things that were going to get called out. First buyer, of course, is overbid, weigh their appraisal contingency. And they're like, oh, we want a reduction. I'm sure we want a credit anyway. The agent says it's something it's not practical, unreasonable. So he's like, hey, if your folks are ready to go after they look at this, let's open escrow. So moral of the story, hang in there, write down those goals. See, for my clients, I make sure I put it up the on the board. I have their name. I know what, you know, what we're looking for we're going to hit those goals. We're going to close, right? So we're going to close. All right. So that was my blurb about writing down your goals. We are in month three, third quarter. That's, this is it. 
fourth quarter is up next. We're around the corner from October, October Saturday. And if you have not, I know I'm like beating the horse over the head with this. Write it down so you're executing. All right. Good stuff. Okay. So disclaimers, of course, we're going to get into classroom style today. I do have a PowerPoint I'm going to share as we talk about episode, we're on 178, top three zoning that hits your health and pockets. So with that, I must do a disclaimer that the information on this show is used for just that. It's education information. Don't let Lisa lie to you. Go ahead and double check, research and fact check uh, what I'm sharing. What I like to do is give you enough information so that you make informed decisions and you can kind of go down the rabbit hole because with real estate, it changes all the time. It changes all the time. You will have to definitely do your research, okay? Or work with those pro professionals. Now, again, the information on this show is not meant to be tax or legal advice. So please seek those legal and tax reputable licensed professionals. I have to say reputable, reputable, reputable for people in the back reputable licensed professionals to help you with your specific situation. Got it? All right. Before we continue, we got a show sponsor. Shout out to Honest Property Solutions for helping us with all our repair, maintenance, boardups, lockups, squatter removal, junk removal. I mean, squatter removal is a big one, you guys. We'll be right back after the sponsor break. Do you have properties that need to be maintained? For professional services that guarantee your property will stay safe and secure, Omnis Property is the team you want by your side. As a company, we pride ourselves on our best-in-class professionals, equipped with the latest technology for all your end-to-end -end property preservation needs. That means that from start to finish, our expert team can handle everything from accurate assessments to preservation projects of all sizes. Save money and time by working with leading experts that understand your needs and are committed to premier service. Get started today by contacting us for your project estimate. Visit www.omnispreservation.com or call 310-957-9132. Isn't that great information? While I, you know, every time I hear that, I think about our radio podcast listeners, those who are tuning in on the replay. So again, thank you for tuning in. Shout out to those of you who are connecting internationally, Spotify, iTunes, um, Anchor. Uh, there's so many, there's so many and it sleeps my mind. Also want to share love to those who are tuning in on LinkedIn, my LinkedIn peeps. Hello, hello, hello. And of course, Twitter is doing amazing things and upping their podcasting. Uh, game as well. So thanks for connecting with us on all your favorite platforms. Wherever you are, we are there too. All right. How about that? How about that? All right. All right. All right. You're like, who is this gal? Why does she get to tell me about any of this stuff? So I'm Lisa Gillette, also known as Super Agent. Some of you may know me as Lisa Puerto. If you look at some of the past episodes that we've been doing for five years, five years and counting, counting. We're five years into this. And I just had this like moment of, I had this epiphany last week. And I was like, as long as I have breath, as long as I have breath in me, I will continue to do this show because I was just so moved and touched about the power of podcasting and the power of education and resources and information. Like documentaries are being created. Um, you know, wrongly imprisoned people are being released 
um, real movements are happening behind this. And so for those of you who are new to me, I am broker owner Devenio States. That's our real estate brokerage here in the Southern California area. I'm also pricing strategy advisor, short sale and foreclosure certified and experienced. Uh, my very sweet spot is probates and trusts, meaning my clients tend to be deceased. So I deal with the estates of the property. We deal with the heirs and the inheritors to assist them. And of course, have a, my other sweet spot is dealing with our senior community. So I'm a real seniors real estate, uh, re, seniors real estate specialist, meaning I have training and I'm experienced with working with the sit senior population. That's a very special place because the property itself has to be marketed in a certain way. Like you've got to think ahead of the things that may affect resale value when you're dealing with someone who's a senior, like grab bars and ramps and, um, you know, sit in tubs and, you know, you know, right? And you walk in here and go, oh my gosh, somebody older is living in the house. And then, you know, people start trying to deduct the value and the price in their head mentally. They feel it's not worth it. But you bring in a, a specialist like myself who knows what to look for. We know how to tweak some things and make sure we get top dollar for our clients to maximize their equity in their in this current market, right? That is, it's all about maxi maximizing their equity position if they are deciding to liquidate. Now, if it's a transfer or gift of equity sale, which is when the family wants to retain grandma, grandpa's home, wants to retain the family home, then absolutely we do that as well. Again, I'll drop that in the comments down below. That's call, right? And take this with you take this with you. That's called a gift of equity. Okay. That's a gift of equity sale. I just was out in the field today and uh, we, I'm noticing, right? So the age group right now that's inheritors are my 44 year old, my 44, 45 years old. Um, parents, grandparents have been living in the property. It's now on you. You're up next. You've heard me say this a couple episodes ago when we were talking about trust. And when I said, you're the reason grandma and grandpa's selling the house, you're the reason, right? So get your ish together. All right. So the game that I just dropped here is gift of equity, a transfer or a sale, which means from them to you. And there's a way to structure it where you don't have to bring a down payment to it. Okay. That's why it's called gift of equity. We use the gift of equity for your down payment, closing costs, and transactional costs to go from grandma to you. Ta-da! Right? We do that when there's loans involved, by the way, and reverse mortgages. So I'll cover that on another show. All right. Shout out to those of you who are tuning in as well on the ERGJ Enterprise. My brother, ERGJ, Evan Jefferson, is back and well, and I'm glad. So uh, still, still still sharing love and support and vice versa. So thank you all for tuning in from that platform and group doing wonderful things. By the way, I am going to be in Atlanta in November. Stay tuned. Let's see if we can put something together. That's what I'm thinking. Let's, let's do something. Let's do something. Okay. Going to share my screen. Let's do it. I'm ready. Uh, make sure you let somebody know that we are doing awesome things on the show. So what am I looking for? Top three things. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Top three things. Boom. Three top reasons. No, oh no, that's the other episode. Top three. Zoning. So 
here's another way. When I talk about zoning today, the other way to look at this is natural hazard disclosures. That's where what we're going to focus on in today's topics, right? Uh, natural hazard disclosures. I do want to say, as I also touch on loan qualification, housing expense ratios and stuff like that, please consult your mortgage professional. I, I do have a caption or a blurb in this show caption. I usually have it uh, to talk about to connect with your with your mortgage professional about your qualifying ratios, right? Your borrowing power. What we're going to talk about today is what affects not just your health, um, but also your pockets, right? Your pockets being the housing expense overall, property taxes, property insurance. The good news is today is going to be a short, short to the point show because I'm sure you've got a lot going. There's a lot of webinars happening today. I've already been on two myself. I'm sure you're on some. So I want to thank you for tuning in to Ready, Set, Real Estate as well and getting these gems. Um, so what I'm focusing on today is directly from the natural hazard uh, disclosure. And I will do a split screen, in fact, uh, with my natural hazard disclosures report on one of my listings that I have. We're currently in escrow. And so I will use it as a talking point. Uh, the good news is this property is not affected by the things I'm going to address today, but you should be looking out, okay? So natural hazard disclosures, that's what we're talking about. So basically this is, an, is a cool report and I'm going to toggle between screens right now. So let me boom, go here, bam. So natural hazard disclosure report, right? So basically gives you property address. I use the disclosure report NHD. Um, it's attached to my ENO in terms of, so it, it, it comes with all kinds of perks and stuff like that, that benefits my sellers in terms of coverages and liability for non-disclosures, or if they forget to disclose something and somebody decides, somebody being the buyer after the sale says, you didn't tell me and da, 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 da. And I found this out. So then there's like some type of, uh, you know, liability coverage in terms of a suit just in case. So this is kind of why I use this particular company, but you may come across uh, different various types like my NHD, um, uh, who else is out there? I think Snap is out there, who else? I'm just thinking like, who solicits me? Daniel says, hey, hey Daniel, it's been a while. Good seeing you. Good seeing you checking in here, getting some of these real estate nuggets, right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So this is what I'm referring to, nat natural hazard disclosure statement. I'm in California. Some of you may not, but your state also has disclosures, required state disclosures. Here's the, here's, and then people go, so as I'm thinking as a couple of my buyers, right, they do their home inspection and then you're like, there's more reports. Yes, there's more reports. In fact, this particular report is about 56 pages. And then when you get the seller's disclosure reports, that's another 42 pages. And then there's reports and estimates, right? So estimates can also have their stack of pages. So yes, when you are buying real estate, when you're investing, uh, say that with me, investing in real estate, you will notice, you will notice there is a lot of paperwork. There is a lot to cover, a lot of reading. And it's certainly we're not expecting you to make decisions overnight. So take the time. 
to do a little bit uh, reading, going through this stuff. Depending on how the report is formatted, it these are all like hyperlinks. So I'm going to click on some of these because as it relates to the topic that I'm discussing, as you can see, it will give you uh, the natural hazard disclosures as it relates to the environment, right? Where is the property located? Can we say this together? That location, location, location is not just a cliche thing, but it is absolutely the real thing when we are dealing with real property, right? Real property, the realty, in other words. So location, location, location is what we're focusing on because it does matter where you live uh, because it's going to hit your health and your pockets in terms of the zoning and what comes with that city, state, district, or area. So notice here, this particular property is not designated in a special flood hazard area. So that's going to bring me back to my um, presentation here, my slide. So with the nat natural hazard disclosures, of course, read all of it, but the thing you would like to go to, again, I'm talking about top three, keep it short, simple, and sweet, is whether it's in a special flood zone. So these areas can be mapped and retargeted to be in a flood zone. And that means that over time, if they see that, oh, we had a flood, we had a storm, this area, you know, actually was really impacted, we weren't expecting it um, to be impacted as bad, and they notice that the claim for, for damages have gone up, based on the insurance claims, then of course you want to be aware, be alert, because essentially with water comes the risk of property damage, namely uh, fungus, mold, uh, rotting out wood frames, especially as I'm thinking right now with these new, um, not the new, but the balcony laws here going into effect or they've gone into effect uh, from 2018, 2018. So two hot topics, and I'm going to go on a tangent. ADA and balcony laws. Like that's what's happening right now, you guys. ADA and balcony balcony laws. So uh, balcony laws applies to uh, three three or more units, three or more housing units. Okay, balcony laws. Reinforcing, making sure it's safe because there were six people that were killed when the when the balcony collapsed. And so as we talk about water is your home's enemy, water is your property enemy. Water, what is your property's enemy? Not your neighbor. <laughs> Fence wars. <laughs> oh, if some, I've done a show on fence wars. I've talked about fence wars. Go back to fence wars. Water. Who's your property's enemy? Not your neighbor. Water. Water. Thank you, Daniel. Water. Water is your property's enemy. Why? Why? Couple things. Water. Water is so powerful. Water flows. It'll get in all those nooks, crannies, crevices, holes in the soil. So again, you want to keep it, keep water and mulch six inches away from your property, right? From the property, the base of your property, the foundation, keep it six inches away. You want to have uh, rain gutter downspouts further away is po the further away the possible, the better. That way it's not ponding or pooling near the house bottom. Why? Because then you get, you get those little fungi, 
You get fungus coming in there, fungus and with wood framing. What am I talking about? Dry rotting, dry rot. And then some of these homes are built on raised foundations. You may have some of the posts underneath that are directly to the wood. Uh, so wood to soil contact is not a good thing. Wood to soil contact is not a good, good thing because you start to get that rotting, right? This is why it's good to have your termite inspection reports done. You want to do your pest reports done because you might have some neighbors, some not some neighbors. You may have some unwanted, uninvited guests that is, that is living for free, not paying you rent but they're eating out your insulation. They're destroying your electrical wires. They're eating out your rafters, right? Just, just destroying the framing of your house, okay? So I know I kind of took that way over there. As you can see, it's like I've, I've been reading tons of reports right now, looking at what people's got to deal with. So read your reports, get your estimates. The good news is that it can be repaired, replaced, refit, and fixed. And the better news is, you know, once you do it, you've got another, you know, the lifeline, right? You know what's left when you're taking on somebody else's uh, property and you don't know the last time or they don't even know the last time they fixed something, whether it was fixed, whether it was properly done, because that's the other issue when you get Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse jobs is that the work is not proper, it's improper, and it just costs more to try to go fix somebody else's mess. So get it done the right, get it done the right way, right? Get it done the right way. All right. So areas of flood come with that. So water, risk of flooding, damaging the property. What happens? So you found your dream property. You say, oh my gosh, this is the location. This works. Boom. This NHD report comes back. It says, well, a mm, couple things, properties in a flood zone. So we're going to have to charge you an increased premium because it's in a flood area, which means this property is in a high, in a high risk area right? They're for high risk for an insurance claim is likely. Therefore, they pass that risk premium to you, the property owner. What does that do? That increased property insurance rate is now passed or attached through your mortgage payment. Mortgage payment, again, is what? Your PITI. Let's get back to it. Your mortgage payment is your makes up PITI. What does the PITI stand for? Let's write it down, folks. We're in class. I said that when we started, we're doing classroom style. P-I-T-I, thank you very much, P-I-T-I. What does it stand for? Principal. And for our principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. I'm not even touching on P-M-I, which is an additional type of insurance. Uh, I can probably do a whole talk about P-M-I. I, in fact, I did it last week when we were talking about uh, two weeks ago, we were talking about Bank of America and their zero down, zero closing costs, no PMI. That's a big deal because it's the equivalent of a car note. So check that episode out. I think episode 175, something around there. Look for uh, B of A, you know, the, the buzz about B of A, zero down, that thing. I talked about PMI. Today, I want to address what is made up of the mortgage payment as it relates to NHD hitting your health and your pockets. Principal interest, taxes, and insurance. Interest is the mortgage interest on the loan. Principal is the principal payment on the loan. Taxes is the property taxes on the property based on the going tax rate of that county. LA is 1.25%. 
what I was just sharing, a client is out. Uh, he said he'd lived in Texas and came out here and he was telling me what no one really tells you. No one really told me this. So yeah, houses are low, no state income taxes, right? Property taxes are high. And then he says, there's all these other, other taxes in there that kind of equates to the same thing when people, that people are trying to avoid from California or living in California. You be the judge. You tell me, what is it like in your state? right? What's the trade-off, pros and cons, right? You're going price for a home in LA, 725000 What is it in your city? What comes with that? So as, as we're t discussing this, I've got some great news too. I was doing, uh, learning about this, uh, more loan programs. Oh my gosh, great products out there to help finance these tracks, uh, transactions in a high interest rate environment. So I've got some good nuggets that I'm going to share next week, not today. It increases your property insurance, thereby increasing the mortgage payment and overall housing expense ratio. What does that mean? If the insurance on if the insurance is increased is increased on that particular property because it's located in a flood zone, that means what you were originally qualified for, you may not be qualified to buy this home. That's what kills your deal. All right. So number one. Right. So top three zoning areas. That's what we're continuing. So the second one, very high fire severity zone. So area knows this is a new thing, a new. I wouldn't say new thing. We known, you know, paradise burns. California, you know, gets hot and we got areas that, you know, brush fires. But as of recent, we started to have them more frequently. So now there's more disclosures tied to this to as part of our contracts to let people know about, you know, fire, uh, the high fire severity zones. So meaning areas known to have fires. Uh, and again, like I said, this, this now requires us to add two more pages of disclosures. And then of course the reports already had that. What does that mean? Risk of fire and damage to your property. It's going to cause your, in, your increase in your property insurance rates. In fact, when these fires were ha happening, California's uh, politicians had to make a big push to create a program and a protection for homeowners to be able to get insurance if they lived in an area that was known to be a very high fire zone because the insurance companies were like, we're going to go bankrupt. These places are burning all the time. We are constantly having to pay out these claims, right? The insurance business is in the business to make money, not pay your claims. Gosh. Gosh. <laughs> so you buy a property in this area, one or two things. If you already know you're in an area where there's going to be high fire uh, severity, then you want to make sure you're already discussing with a property insurance agent, call the insurance agent, give them the zip code, give them an address for sample and say, hey, can you give me a quote for this area so that you already know what to expect and what your monthly payment, semi-annual or annual payment will be for your property insurance. Why? Because if you wait until you're in the deal, you find out that the premium's too high, again, the deal is done. Your housing expense ratios are too high based on what you can qualify for, based on your borrowing power, based on your down payment, based on your income. See all those little factors that add up? So any, if those numbers get tipped over the scale of what you were originally estimated to pay in a mortgage payment, that's it. It'll kill the deal. 
All right. So I'm giving you, I'm giving you what the game is. All right. Last one. Number three, let's look out for this. If you're in a zone call a Melarus, Melarus community. These are usually a couple, I've seen them in LA and, and, and they're common in new developments. And so these are districts essentially passed on. So these are bonds that are being sold and financed to build, build that particular community, rehabilitate it, revitalize it, right? And so that means there's a special tax lien attached to the property and the land in that particular district which means over a period of time, you will see this financed for the life of you living there. Uh, one of the people, one of the people I know who's actually losing their property, they are losing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Michaela. Michaela. Did I say that right? Ms. Coleman. Thank you for tuning in. One of the things that you've got to look out for. The folks that I'm working with right now, um, here's the reality. Uh, when you are not prepared, especially if, you in, if you're an inheritor, mom and grandma's, you know, grandma's, mom or dad, grandma, grandpa's taxes are like 800 bucks, 600 bucks. What I'm noticing is the increase in the property taxes as a result of the mellow ruse. So there's a particular that I've noticed recently that's up for auction and that's also where if you're a buyer, you want to get into uh, tax, auction, tax auctions and sales. Because this is attached to the property tax, this becomes a tax auction sale. And usually over a period of five years, if it's not paid in five years, the uh, LA County Tax Assessor's Office has the right, the Treasurer's Office has the right to recover their payment for the defaulted tax amount by selling the property at an auction, all right? So look out for these things, right? So I wanted to just jump here. I'm gonna switch screens here because then you get the special tax lien. It increases your property taxes from 800 to now it's 2,200. And if you're on a fixed income, you're not prepared, you're not on top of it, that adds up over time. And guess what? You're in a sticky situation. Not only that, but if you're also financing the property and you already have a mortgage, having a Miller Ruse on top of that will increase your property taxes substantially. And then you should be calling a real estate professional to talk about one or two things. Refinancing, if you can, getting better rate and terms. Second, liquidating that property, selling, taking the equity, getting something that is not in a Miller Ruse that's going to substantially impact your property taxes. All right. I want to switch screens. How are you feeling about this so far? Good. Let's look at the Melarus. So notice here, this is the NHD city, county, additional. Look at all these reports. I like this because it's very easy. It says whether it's in or out. Is it in a flood zone? You see right up in here, right? So it says no, it's out, in or out, in or out, in or out. I like this. It makes it easy. But where I want to jump to for you is on the tax information. So here, again, another example of like Melarus and liens are these bond act assessments, the PACE liens that you've heard me talk about, PACE liens, so solar panel panes. I'm so for helping the environment, but I think the best way to do that if you're going to do solar panels, buy them outright. If you finance them, it's not usually a good deal. It doesn't really, the math doesn't add up. And the way they structure it is like a mess. It's just, it's an ugly UCC mess. You can tell that I'm, you know, this, 
I, I get I get flustered when I see people get screwed over this stuff. I'm not knocking anyway. I'm not knocking those of you who sell solar panels. <laughs> Good for you. But I think help the people understand really what they're signing up for. Okay, let's let's be there. So I'm going to click this little link here. It's going to take me to the Melarus community. Good thing it says this subject property is not currently subject to Melarus community facilities special tax liens, right? And then I know this is like really small font, but you can screenshot it if you want just to read the blurb. Or again, you're we're using the chat box, take your notes, and then you can look this up. These are just some of the top three things that I'm saying you want to look out for that hits your health and your pockets. All right. Any comments, questions, and feedback? How are you feeling about this? Because we're getting ready to wrap this bad boy I'm just, can you tell I'm having a good time? I'm having a great time. All right. Listen, we do, we do, we're still doing our real estate classes. Um, we've got good, we're, I'm still catching up for the last two years since we had been shut down. So much has happened in real estate that I'm still catching up, but I still have guests to bring on. They've been patient with me as I've been patient with them. They still have great content, doing great content great things uh, that will bring them back on the show. So we'll bring that back. But what I'm doing right now is getting you all call, caught up with the market shifts. Um, you know, uh, uh, Jerome Powell, our Fed chairman, has has now outright has said it around the way he's danced about what he's danced around what he's been doing with these rate increases. But the reality, his words, not mine, he says he's looking to reset the economy, uh, specifically the housing market. So what does that mean? Expect prices to continue to go downward in some of these markets. If you're in a hyper market or a sub market, you may not be impacted. So we discussed hyper market and sub markets. That means you're an area that's developing, right? You're an area that's a hot, hot spot. It's a hot pocket. You know, um, new companies are coming in. There's favorable, favorable tax treatment of businesses, and growth is happening. And so you're you're starting to see this, right? Uh, so you won't be impacted too much. But let me say this in the context of interest rate increases. It's a great opportunity for you to negotiate a great purchase. What does that mean? Sellers are now willing and more amicable to adjusting prices. They're more willing and amicable to give seller concessions by way of closing costs, uh, credits, doing repairs. I had my seller clients as of recent, they have done repairs. I, we even, um, he was even open to giving a $1,500 seller credit towards the termite uh, estimate, which came out to like 3,800. So look, these are good things happening. Let's look at the positives. You can always buy down your rates. I know certain lenders are pitching the adjustable rate mortgages. We talked about that last week. See if it's a good fit in a way for you to get your foot in the door. Um, there's also that, you know, pitch that, oh, refinance when the rates drop. Remember, if it's being pitched to you that way, there's no promises or guarantees that rates are going to, you know, decrease to a certain level or amount. So be prepared if you take on a high interest rate or adjustable rate mortgage, be prepared that if the rate increase, not if, but when the rate increases, so will your mortgage payment. All right. Cool. I've got freebies too. Listen, send me an email, Lisa at lasuperagent.com for your homeowner's guide to success. It has a budget sheet. It has the uh, HUD counseling uh, contact. Again, here on the show, we advocate homeowner retention 
property retention. So when you're going through that hardship, there's about four ways, four options that you can exercise to try to retain that property. And I'm saying this again, and I'll sound like a broken record because I'm repeating it over and over. And that's because, yes, foreclosure filings are up. Notice of default filings are up. Your big banks, Wells Fargo, City, Bank of America, uh, Chase, the big banks, the big boys are filing the NODs. What was NODs? The notice of defaults. So these are people who are now 90 days past due, and it looks like they may not recover. So I'm noticing here in our local area, the local agencies are now starting to do webinars and educational classes about, hey, if you can't keep the property, let's talk about liquidation. So let's be real about what is happening with your specific situation or someone you love, care, and may know. The good news is, if you sell your property or you lose it to foreclosure, you can get back in the game after three years. Same with bankruptcy. All right. Good stuff. Cindy says, I will start my real estate business in a few days. Woohoo! Give it up for Cynthia. I'm so excited for you. Are you doing sales specifically or something else? Because this show we've talked about, there's 60 other independent businesses within real estate that don't, don't have to do with me as the broker agent or um, the buyer seller escrow. We talked about all kinds of businesses in the box, you know, businesses, what is it? Business in a box models that we lean on. Cause I just talked about reports being, you know, NHD is a business uh, inspections, right? General home inspections. That's a business termite pest control. That's a business. What else? The new one I just talked about last week is retrofitting. I feel like, see, when I see this stuff, like I want to go start these businesses and go employ people, give them opportunities. And I'm like, I, I'm like, how how easy retrofitting is? Smoke detectors, seismic gas shutoff valves, and um, double strapping the water heater. That's a business. That's in the contract. It needs to get done. Anyway, I'm ranting. All right. With that, I say have a powerful and productive week. We'll see you next week on another information-packed episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. Bye.